like what does your mobility training look like uh i'm glad you asked that like being with and it's funny we had steve on here last year we were talking about like working with um combat athletes and they are always hurt oh my God. <laughs> they also can't punch in the fucking face all the time so that doesn't that... punch and i work with muay thai so they're getting elbowed and kicked yeah. and sweeped and shit like okay. that so it um and mobility is something that i've been into but i think over the past year like i've definitely dialed in on it a little bit more and i just been following a lot of cool information that just kind of paints a different perspective of mobility so yeah. like mobility literally is just strength training a lot of us think about mobility as like these long deep stretching sessions and it's like that's not entirely it Mobility is just controlled range of motion, active range of motion through um, a given exercise, a, a, a given range, a given joint capacity or whatever the, whatever the case is. So I've really been prioritizing um, mobility in every single workout now a little harder than I was before. So I've actually been cutting down the workout times for people. And especially in a population that I work with, like you can get so much done between 40 and 45 minutes. So it mm -hmm. allows me to spend another five to 10 on mobility at the end of a workout. Nice. And I've already trained with moving in like, you know, rotation, all the planes of motion that we spoke about rotation, trend, um, lateral movement, single leg, like all of these things. So now just I'm, I, I'm programming less and more efficient and now putting mobility more in the forefront a part of the skeleton than i than i feel like i've ever done before yeah and i've been noticing uh really big changes and gains for everybody mm -hmm. and like my motto this year is for everybody to be strong and durable you know right. and it's just i don't want people walking around feeling like they're beat up and in so much pain like i really want to start changing that narrative more because i have a um a mindset of fitness forever so mm -hmm pain is one of the most debilitating and demotivating things that someone can experience. And you can see how that can play into the psyche of someone over time. Just maybe just them not prioritizing training as much because they're always hurting and they don't see yeah. another way. Yeah. No, so I, I choose anywhere between minimum one, maximum three exercises. Cause I think where a lot of us sometimes go wrong when trying to add mobility to our training is feel like we need to do so many moves. Yeah, and it's just like less is more. Do one to three exercises, three to five reps. Keep it slow. Really focusing on what that movement is, and if you're doing any pauses or isometric holds in some of these patterns, then three to five second holds. So you can just really be intentional on what you're trying to do. And I've been, and I think also finding ways to progress certain mobility movements too. Yeah. Like our typical 90-90 that we do a lot. You know, you can play around with doing extensions through there, doing switches. Uh, I found a cool drill where you take the rear leg and then you just kind of like swing it around front without letting the rear leg touch the ground. And then oh, yeah. It back into that 90. You know, little stuff like yeah. that just to kind of put people through more challenging things and, and really getting them to appreciate mobility a little bit more and then they're starting to find so many little like areas that like oh wow this feels like it's about to cramp or wow i didn't know i was so locked up here or whatever and then afterwards it's like should i feel like i'm 15 years light later um 15 years younger 
Yeah. And I'm like, okay, we're on to something now. Exactly. I think uh, the way I kind of like explain mobility myself is is, is about intention. Mm-hmm. So in being super intentional with your movements and a, a lot of it is, I mean, through strength training, like get accessing full ranges of motion, like squatting to depth. Everybody can squat to depth. Sometimes you need the extra help of a box, elevating your heels, just to open up your hips, like full range of motion of your shoulders, like getting in a dead hang position when you guys are doing your pull-ups, really stretching out those shoulders. Or like maybe like getting at the bottom range of motion of your shoulders when you guys are rowing, like accessing that kind of like stretch at the bottom, like the 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 capacity that people people have to do all that stuff. And it's really easy to do it under load. But like people are so scared of like twisting or rotating, like those are natural movements that you have to go through. And the only way to get resilient at that is to actually do it. And like you gotta do it in a safe space that is the fucking gym. Then doing it like when you're picking and bending over like a box, and like you're like, oh, I can't pick that up, and I just broke my back. Like you don't want to do that. <laughs> like, people, people be like, oh my back. Like um, but um, can you but, imagine yeah. breaking your back from picking up a box? <laughs> I mean, bro, like people, people, people. I, I've seen people do dumb shit. So like, I haven't seen that, but I've seen people like, like like hop off like a 12 inch box and like trip and fuck and bust yeah. their ass. It's like, so yeah. it's, it's stupid things, but um, you can, you can, you don't have to, I think the thing is too, is like, you don't have to do, like you said, like these stretchings and stuff like that. It is important. I think people should do them, but it's not the only way to, to, to practice mobility. And I think that's what you were saying before. It's not the only way to access more mobility and more range of motion. And also the thing is like, it's the same thing with like progressing, that people forget is like to get stronger, to build muscle, to get leaner, to lose fat, you have to progressively overload. To get better at mobility, you have to progressively overload in the movements. Even abs, like people forget, like doing 10,000 abs or 10,000 sit-ups doesn't get you any more abs, but maybe adding weight to the movement or adding a different stimulus to the movement progressively moves you forward. So I think people need to remember that just with anything else, you need to progressively overload or progressively move forward in your mobility and access different ranges of motion and be okay. Like experiment in the gym. That's the fucking point of the gym is to experiment and move around. And we but, just stayed there real quick too, which yeah, is about the um like for strength, you judge how much tension you create or how much force you can um move in terms of you progressing there. Mm-hmm. In mobility, it's kind of the opposite. The more range you start to um acquire step now starts to show the progression of something that you're able to do so mm-hmm. for mobility you should be you you also don't want to be too randomized with it like first you need to identify what's actually a problem area because sometimes yeah. we just stretch things that don't really need to be stretched or we just kind of mobilize in areas and just kind of go through the motion and it's just like well you're you're hypermobile there, or you have adequate range of motion there. Maybe you don't have to spend so much time in that area. Maybe you should fixate more, let's say on your thoracic spine, because you've been having problems doing some rotation, being that you know that that's an issue for you now, get to it. You know, don't waste time stretching your hamstrings. If your hamstrings are completely fine and flexible, now you're just kind of wasting time at that point. Um, You need to be prioritizing your thoracic mobility. So, Let's say you take a, a basic open book where you're laying on your side, knees are together, and you go to rotate and try to get your opposite side shoulder to touch the ground. If it can't touch the ground, then now you know your goal over time is to get your shoulder to touch the ground. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so now you kind of have something to measure to see if one is this a smoother exercise for me to do over time. Um, am I able to go through full range of motion with this exercise over time? And am I able to control that range of motion over time? So these are three things that you can kind of measure in whatever mobility move or whatever mobility program you have to see if you've made progress opposed to just like unintentional stretching without any kind of rhyme or reason or goal of what you're trying to get out of this. Yeah. I think and it goes back to intention. I, uh, I have a, I have a, I have a thing. So like, um, in our new program. So first off, the way that you're supposed to be uh, mobilizing is actually using some trigger point or some foam roller. So the trigger point and foam roller will let you access more range of motion and let you actually stretch differently, give you a little bit more length in that, in that, and whatever you, that you're rolling, you stretch it out and then you do your mobilizations. So what I tell people is like, we're not on this foam roller for shits and gigs. Work on the fucking shit you need to work on. We're not doing open books for no reason. Stretch, reach, rotate, yeah. do as much as you can. Like you should be intentionally opening up those open books and rotate. I hate people that flop around. Yeah. You flopping around in your in, in your in in your mobility stuff. First off, if you can flop around in your mobility stuff, first off, it's too easy. Mm-hmm. Like you're not doing anything. And uh, second off, like you should be progressing if you can if you're able to access that much range of motion. Yeah. So I'm gonna make it harder. Your progression to these mobility exercises oh. we speak of four days. So. Yeah. Like really start being intentional with your with your foam rolling, with your reaching, with your rotating, with your stretching, with your hip cards. Like every exercise that you can do, take it as seriously as you do a back a, a three fifteen back squat, a fucking heavy ass bench. Like if you take it as seriously as you do with the strength training stuff, like you're gonna be able to 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 be more mobile and and, and access that range of motion. And even on top of that, like the back squat and the front squat will even look better. So if you are restricted. Like you're like if you're restricted, you're gonna have trouble like accessing and getting getting stronger anyway. So might as well take it seriously enough so you can get stronger and get to your actual goals. Yeah. So it's all this cohesive. I think um I think one way to just to put it, just to give some people some, you know, perspective on why it's so important to mobility, you literally just wanna do it so you can safely and enjoy the things that you wanna do. Yeah. You and life so some gym in life. Yeah, just in life, honestly. So I always tell people that with the mobility. It's like, all right, look at your lifestyle or or look at the things that you compete in. If you want to continue to do these things, then you want to make sure that you have a healthy, durable body to continue whatever activity that this is at -hmm. this level or even at a higher level that you're already doing. And if you're not prioritizing some of these softer skills to make sure that you can do some of the harder skills, then you're going to over time, you're going to run into so many little chronic things and possibly acute things if, if yeah. a, a lot of things are compensating in the wrong way. And one thing that I've been telling um, my athletes lately is 10 minutes of mobility a day really takes you a long way. And mm-hmm. a lot of us think we need to do like two hour mobility sessions to really get good effect. That's not to say that long mobility sessions don't work because they, they definitely do work. But realistically, who's doing an hour of mobility on a daily basis? Nobody. Nobody. So what yeah. I tell people is if you can dedicate 10 minutes a day, that comes out to 70 minutes a week, which comes out to roughly 300 minutes a month. That's a lot of, of intention and a lot of effort that you're um, putting forth to mobilizing yourself. 300 yeah. minutes a month is going to add up to crazy amounts of mobility gains. Mm-hmm. And just just 10 minutes a day. Yeah. Don't miss a day. 
Um, don't and even if you do miss a day, don't feel like you need to go over the top with the next day. If you could just dedicate yourself to 10 minutes of mobility a day in your troublesome areas, and if you, on top of that, have massage therapy that you do, physical therapy, or any type of myofascial release things that you go to weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly, then mm-hmm. this is just going to add on to all that mobility work that you've been doing, which is even going to make those visits that you go to even more worth it. Exactly. And it, and I think I think for people to understand, it's really 10 minutes, it sounds like a lot, I think, to a lot of people, and we can always minimize that. But it's really easy to access ranges of motion when you also sit behind a desk all day. Easy thing is sit on the ground. Get a 9090, do a couple wipers. Yeah. If you have struggle with your with, with your ankles, walk on your like walk barefoot more often. Like that's an extra, that's some extra work. Work on your tiptoes, work on your heels and the outsides of your foot, the insides of your feet. If you have thoracic mobility issues, like lay down on the foam roller that you like foam rollers are like what 15, 20 dollars. Like it doesn't fucking is that yeah, very like, cheap today. Like literally open, close, rotate, like move in different planes of motion. And that just takes you five minutes. You can do that right before bed. Like it's really not as difficult as people make it seem. And it's not like it's going to get you a sweat. It's going to make you feel better, which will, yeah. at the end of the day, make you, allow you to do more shit that you guys enjoy. And I think that's, like like you said, and I, I'm going to use this from now on. It's, you want to be, it's fitness forever. Like, you want to be fit forever. You want to be able to do the stuff that you enjoy. Like, it starts now. And especially, like, a lot of us are, like, that are watching this or listen to us are, like, in their 30s, like, if you struggle to get up the bed and you make a deep ass like gasp when you have to sit up and sit back down, like it's about time you sit on the fucking floor a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like fucking just play around like 99, you do a couple of things, like open up those hips a little bit, bro. Cause if you're struggling now, bro, like at 90, you're going to need the walker. As far as I know, bro, I'm, I'm still running at 70, 80 years old. I mean, man, I just ran into this page the other day of a 60 year old woman doing flexed hangs for 30 seconds. ISO. And it was something so cool that she put she's she's working on plyometric skills yeah she's in her 60s she's in great shape bro great 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 shape and yeah. she was like i'm training plot for plyometrics in my 60s because in my 80s i want to be able to do agility i love she's that thinking 20 years ahead yeah amazing page i have to send it to you but yeah, send it it, to me. it's important man it's just that that durability and just like you know having that fitness forever mentality and it's just one of these pieces that is just important that you you um incorporate especially for my very very competitive athletes um very very heavy lifters and my office workers man mm-hmm. a lot of us if if you fall on any of those spectrums honestly anybody because everybody compensates in some way yeah. whatever your lifestyle is or whatever yeah whatever you do in terms of your lifestyle you're going to compensate in some areas more than someone might in another lifestyle. So it's just a matter of those areas that I might compensate a little bit more. I need to do a little more tender love and care activities and bring more attention to them on a daily basis to make sure that I'm keeping these areas healthy. Exactly. Yeah. If you, if you want to live forever, do what you enjoy forever, not get hurt and be bulletproof, like make sure you're actually mobile enough to do the things that you enjoy. Closing remarks. Yeah, that's, that was my closing remarks. I thought that was I thought that was good. I don't I don't know. You just making uh, me feel like I, <laughs> I'll I'll leave you guys with this. Um, try to try to do some sort of daily mobility and just realize like adding a little bit to that bank every day is just gonna increase. It's just yeah. gonna increase how much you get 
through on a weekly basis and how much you get through on a monthly basis. Just 10 minutes of mobility, one to three exercises, three to five reps or three to five minutes um, per exercise will take you a very long way. Yeah. All I got to say is most of you motherfuckers don't sit on the floor enough to sit on the floor. Reps and sets, man. You sit on the floor. You know, a lot of times you'll move into a 99. You'll twist. You'll turn. You'll do more like sit on the floor. That's why. That's why. That's why the Asian culture like can fucking when they're 60 or they're 50 or whatever, they can squat to full def full range of motion and have no problems. Because they sit on the fucking floor. Sit. Trust All right, me. guys. Thanks for listening to another episode. And if you don't walk away with anything here, prioritize five to ten minutes from, of daily mobility. Yeah. Yes, sir.